0: We have read about the power of the Holy Spirit and how God's generals have through that power worked wonders. And now in this season, we refuse to be onlookers and hearers alone, but like the Apostles, we are determined to experience and express the power of the Holy Spirit with a well-willed heart. Stay conscious and receptive as we are about to experience God's power through the teaching series from the Unusual Conference 2.0 tagged Dynamis. Ephesians chapter 1. Are you still here? Verse 16. He said, Wherefore also after I have heard of your faith in in the Lord Jesus, and your love towards all the saints, then verse 16 said, Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, verse 17 now, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of what? Wisdom and... Revelation. Let me say something about the word revelation this morning very quickly. Revelation is not creation. Revelation is actually to make known that which exists that was not before the eyes. So the Bible says the word used for revelation here is the same word used in Revelation chapter 1 verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ the son of God which he gave unto John. Which was the same word we used in Romans chapter 8. When he said the earnest of the creature awaits the revelation of the sons of God. It means that creature is not waiting for the creation of the sons of God. It is waiting for the revelation. Now look at this. This exists but this is covered. Amen. If you didn't see what I hid under this. If I said to you, what is here? You cannot know. So I pray for you that God will grant you the spirit of wisdom and that means there are certain things that are in you that are covered. What you need to discover it is the spirit of revelation so the moment the spirit of wisdom comes to you you understand the operation of god when the spirit of revelation comes to you you understand the things that god has made available somebody say an amen so i pray for you i cease not to pray for you making mention of you my prayers that the God of glory, the God of our, of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, might grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. He said that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. That means you know that you have the spirit of wisdom and revelation when the eyes of your understanding receives light. Amen. Amen. If you ever bought a gadget, the gadget always comes with something called a manual. The reason is because, if you do not, if you have not experienced the gadgets before, and you are just buying the gadget for the first time, you are going to require the manual to get an understanding of how that gadget works. If you understand me, say an amen. So, the bible becomes like the manual that god gave to us to understand what already exists that has not come to our eyes the first two things that will come when the spirit of revelation hits your eyes number one he said that you may know the hope of your calling then he said what the riches of your inheritance or what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints but today our focus is on verse 19 so if you would look at verse 19 on the board give us verse 19 on the board he said that that verse 18 said that the eyes of your understanding mean enlighten that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints verse 19 said and what is the exceeding greatness? of his power to us word who believe if you have the amplified version flash it on the screen I want you to see something in the amplified version and so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe and so that you can know and understand so how much power is God willing to put in you and use for you it is immeasurable it is unlimited And it is surpassingly great. Now he said that that power is in us and for us. Let me stop there and say something. Do you realize that because believers don't understand the workings of the love of God, more believers believe that God is more willing to use his power against us than for us. I will say it again. You will understand it. Hear me. Many times when Christians step out in the morning. They have more fear of the unknown. Than they have expectation to see the goodness of God. The unknown will either but you fear. Or excitement. Depending on who brought you to the place of the unknown. If I was a kidnapper and i arrested this guy and i put a gag around his eye what will be the feeling in his heart fear so every step of the way as i'm leading him he's wondering where are we going what what is lying ahead of me am i going to die am i going to live can they pay the ransom will they not because The knowledge of the person that closed his eye. Seeing that gun that the person brought. The knowledge of the wickedness resident in the person. Makes that when he steps out in the morning. He is not sure. Of what is going to happen. So you don't want to underestimate the terror of people who were kidnapped for three months. Somebody say an amen. there. If I say, ah, Lolade, I love you. So, we are in love, right? And let's even say we married, right? And we're living in the same house. And I come in and I say, sweetheart! And you say, ah, oh, honey, how are you? And I say, like, great, oh, yeah. And then I say, honey, close your eyes. What's the emotion in a heart? The same level of unknown, but difference in expectation, Because of the knowledge of the one. So David said, I had fainted except that I expected to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. If I know that the one who is closing my eyes is in love with me. I cannot wake up any day of my life feeling uncertain about what is ahead even if I don't know because if my love for her is true she knows that for me to close her eyes concerning the thing I must have mobilized major resource ma i can't close her eye like that and when we get to where the surprise is when i lift up the gag she finds that i bought her handkerchief you know that handkerchief is not worthy of a closed eye I i wish somebody heard me that means that a believer does not need to know tomorrow to be confident about tomorrow in my eyes if it is not yet revealed to me it is not so that I can be afraid it is so that my excitement and my expectation will rise concerning the goodness of God because if he truly loves me it means he is willing to mobilize every resource in his power for my good When I understand that, God is constrained to act well towards me because of how much he loves me. Many things change. But let me show you the highest dimension of that love so that you can understand why there is such an immeasurable power available to you. The Bible was describing the love between Christ and the church in Ephesians chapter 5 the bible was describing the love between Christ and the church in Ephesians chapter 5 and he said husbands you remember that in, in verse 30 or 31 he said behold this is a great mystery I'm not talking about husbands and wives I'm talking about Christ and the church however husbands you can use this now Today, I'm not concerned about husbands, you can use this. I'm concerned about the mystery he was talking about. He said, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And he gave himself up for her. That gave himself. You will find it in Philippians chapter 2. Who is himself God, did not consider equality with God anything to, be, to hold tightly onto." but made himself of no reputation, took upon himself the form of a servant, and being found in the likeness of man, he became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Because for him to arrive at her level was not for him to be born, it was for him to die. So Christ came to the level of the death that was plaguing us. Then he said, Husbands, love your wives. Now, after he died, he resurrected. When he resurrected, he ascended back into the glory that he had with the Father. Do you remember? When God was sending him down, God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with dunamis. Follow. So every step he took down, he took it with the Holy Ghost and with dunamis. So when he came here, when he was here, he first showed her how she is supposed to look like. Then he died here so that he can take her. Now when he it was time for him to take her, so the Holy Ghost stays with the Christian, endures the Christian, anoints the Christian, leads the Christian, prospers the Christian, and perfects him in the image of, So when the Bible said in Ephesians chapter 5 that he might wash her with the washing of the water by the word and present her to himself. See, his work finished the moment she got here. So let me show you how that happens in marriage. If the son of the governor decides to marry the daughter of a sergeant in the police force, that's a very good illustration. She starts by enjoying the goodness of the son of the governor. The moment she enters into covenant with the son of the governor, the first thing she's guaranteed of is as far as her life is concerned, she's settled. The only problem at that level is that she does not have the resources to do whatever she pleases. Hear me? So if she wakes up today and she says my daddy is sick how much is the hospital bill they want her 50,000 say take 200 honey my brother take 300,000 take 500,000 do you know that that operation is still at this level because what he actually intends to do if he's a good husband is to wash her by the washing of the water by the word and present her to himself the place where he is not taking to give her to use but everything that is his becomes at that point she's not waking up in the morning and saying honey we need 500 today and there are two ways he does it. He does it by access and by nature. Access means he takes his ATM card and says to her, "The pin of this one is 1234. The pin of this one is 2345. The pin of this one is 5, 6, 7, 8. Recently, I had a small fight with my wife and guess what the fight was about she opened my GT bank app on my phone and she asked me what is the pin I didn't fight her for attempting to access my bank account because from day one since I married her there is not a cupboard that enters into my account that she's not fully aware of I fought her for not keeping in her memory the access i wish some christian heard me maybe you will have been as excited as i am if you heard me so i was angry i was angry because that was like the 14th 15th 16th time that she was asking me apostle for the pin of the same account It tells you two things. Number one, my desire for her to have complete access. But it also tells you her recklessness in not wanting the access because she knows that whatever she wants, she has. I mean, she is given access. The access almost feels useless to her. Because really, what do I need the access for? So while the husband is getting angry that you are not using the access, you are just reckless. The reason is simple. If I need an answer to sickness today, I have you. If I need an answer to a financial situation today, I have you. If I need an answer to a wisdom problem today, I have you if i need an answer to a governance problem today i have you why do i need to have the power i'll tell you why the reason is because the gully between where he is and where she is makes that many times he's going to require her to represent him and if she represents him as anything less than he is is to his disadvantage one day i traveled and i was watching a service back home it's what we do when we travel i was watching a service back home and my wife came up to minister and i did not like her hair do you know i did not listen to the service until i sent her a text message to say baby why did you come out like that baby why why are you looking like that what's wrong are all the problems in the world in our family then she sent me a reply after the message and she said i'm sorry i didn't realize because my heart was in the message i didn't look at myself then i said to her by the way you preached well it was a powerful message because she justified her lack of dressing by the power that came out in that message because you can't tell me you were focused on the message and then There was no power in the message. What do you focus on that you look like that? Listen, because this is where I love Igbo people. An Igbo trader, leave I alone, an Igbo trader can come out wearing tricotta shorts, combat, with plenty pockets for business sake and a t-shirt. But when his wife comes out in the morning, she is... (laughs) She's glittering, she's shining. And his glory is that she's walking into the shop and he says, Hey, 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 baby, Anna. And the moment he says that, as far as he's concerned, all the money he has is justified in what she looks like. Some of us need to send Jesus an apology letter today. Because we stood in front of circumstances. That he expected us to represent him in. But because we forgot the password. We lived like we were married to a papa. So first. Let us establish. How much dunamis. Is in a believer. Listen. If you got my illustration. I will simply go back up here. And ask you. How much dunamis is in a believer. What was available to Jesus when he was on the earth? The Holy Ghost and oh, 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 oh. Acts chapter 10. Said how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all them that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. Look at this. That means if for one day Jesus disconnects from the Holy Ghost and from power, if Jesus comes out that day, he will be an ordinary man. So, what made Jesus Jesus is the Holy Ghost and power. And the function of Holy Ghost and power is that anywhere he went, he was doing good. He, sir, the Holy Ghost confronted me with something recently. And it increased my quest for revelation. You remember revelation? Ma, the Holy Ghost said to me, read to scripture. What need did Jesus meet halfway? So if you came to Jesus and the need was 10,000 US dollars. Jesus does not give you 1,500 US dollars and say, this is what we have for now. Now lift up your hand. Father, as he goes. It increased my quest for revelation. Because now when I study Jesus, I am studying to see who I am. The only time it seemed like something was going to happen halfway was, you remember that blind man that came and he prayed? And when he removed his hands, the blind man said, I'm seeing men, but they look like trees. Jesus said, no, I don't do anything halfway, come back. They he says, I see clearly now. He said, the people are hungry. He said, how many are they? 5,000. What do we have? Five loaves and two fish. Jesus would have said, let us make judicious use of what we have. To meet the need to the extent that we can meet it. But Jesus knew that beyond what he had on the outside is what he has on the inside that has the power to multiply what is on the outside until it meets the need of the people on the outside. When I found it out, I started to say to God, Lord, forgive me for all the things I did in people's lives halfway and reveal to me what it takes to have complete answers every time. If Jesus didn't give you what you were looking for, he told you exactly what to do to find it. So they came to collect tax from Jesus and his disciples. And he asked Judas, as usual, Oh boy, how much is there? Judas said, We finished it in the last crusade now. Jesus knew that he ate some. Jesus knew. Jesus didn't go, Judas, this is why I told you not to be stealing. If you are stealing now, now we cannot pay tax. Listen, the word impossible disappears from the dictionary of a man who knows who the Holy Ghost and power is. The word impossible literally disappears from your dictionary. So Jesus says to Peter, go, take a hook, catch a fish, open the mouth of the fish. (laughs) You will find a coin there. Yesterday I asked you, by what economics does fish produce money? But every instruction Jesus gave, have you considered all the instructions Jesus gave? And I'm going right to where I'm going to. I'm already in the center of my message. Have you considered the kind of instructions Jesus gave? You you had to be audacious to even obey Jesus. How do you think Peter was looking at him when they said go and catch fish and open the mouth? The only reason why Peter would be confident is because of the other things he has seen him do. Jesus sat down one day and he said, Kai, according to the prophecy i'm supposed to enter into jerusalem riding on a donkey and a donkey's baby so you guys enter the next town you will see the donkey tied It didn't say ask for the owner he said go and be losing it in english that is called theft He said be losing it. He said when you are losing it, the owner will come. If the owner come, you, if you are the owner, what will you do when you come? Only." He said when the owner come, tell him that the master has need, I'm, I'm right in the center of my message, if you can hear me. Ma, Did you drive a car to service? You drove a car to church? Ma, if you close from service and you see this my boy, ayo, opening the door of your car, they say, what is that? Then he says to you, the master needs it. Does that sound like the way people collect something even if they need it? what is the assurance jesus didn't give them address what's the assurance that the owner of that team knows the master listen the unveiling of the power of god inside of you is in every instruction god gave you ah if you did not get that one i will close i will i will cook my clothes that means the impossible becomes possible if you get an instruction from god as foolish as the instruction is as you go on to obey it every force on earth and in heaven is generated and shaken to fulfill that which god said to you Ooh, i can't begin to tell you how many things we have achieved just by obedience I can't begin to tell you how many things we have achieved on this side of eternity just by hearing God say, we are now, it's time. When he says it's time, then me to ask him, so Lord, what would you, which part will you have me do? I'll give you one. 2011, we were in a church retreat And then the food finished. Our church was really young as at that time. Our church started in 2009. Our church was really young at that time. And many of the people that I was pastoring at that time were ABU students in Saria. And we needed to have a retreat at the instruction of God. Because God told me, you must form these men into what I want to use in the future. So we entered into retreat what we did back in the day when we had retreat is that we will generate as much money as we have and buy soups we will just have soup we'll make stew we'll make maybe okra and one vegetable soup so that when we go there we are not spending time cooking food we'll just put rice on fire while we are praying or we we'll put yam on fire while we are praying or when we finish prayer we'll go and turn gari then by the second to the last day food had finished So woke up on the last day and a woman who owns a bakery sent a busload of her bread. So I blessed the Lord and we ate it. But we still had an evening session. We were dispatching the next day in the morning. So I said to them, what is remaining? Then they brought me what looked like half a mudu of rice. I'm not exaggerating. And we were about maybe 120 on that camp. So they said to me, sir, what do we do? Home and abroad, church account, empty, my account, empty, every account. So I said to them, what should we do? We will do what Jesus taught us. Go and put it on fire. When you put it on fire, call me. Then they put it on fire and they came and called me. So I got up and I went to the pot. Then I noticed that they put it on a small pot to contain... The amount of rice. I told them, put that thing down. If you were cooking for all of us, is that the pot you will use? So in front of me, they went and brought the three-legged pot and put it on the fire and turned the rice inside that pot so that it can look ridiculous. Because to cook that amount of rice inside that kind of pot is foolishness. I told them, turn it. Then I came and lifted the lid. And I said, well, since the word of God is true and Jesus by five loaves and two fishes fed a multitude, you grow. Then I covered it and I left. The next time they opened it, they came running to tell me, come and see. The pot was almost full. We ate that rice that night and the next day in the morning. Then i realized that there's something available to us that until we learn to appropriate we will be living like paupers, and yet we'll be in the midst of abundance listen i can tell you stories i have watched things grow out of the ground last year we built our church 2019 we built our church in seven months. And the reason why it was built is because I was driven out of the venue I was renting. No, I was just, the door drove us out. We didn't even have money to buy land. Not talk about built church. In seven months, at the word of the Lord, we had built a 2,000 capacity seat and the only instruction I got from God for that building is these seven people. He gave me their names. He said, "Reach out to these seven people." Can I tell you the miracle in it? Every one of those seven people gave, but nothing they gave was significant enough to build it. Out of those seven people, two people reached out to me and they said, "When I got your letter, God laid somebody else in my heart. Can I reach out to the person?" said well i have done what god laid in my heart you to do what god lays in your heart those two other people they reached plus the seven people that god sent to me and my small congregation they didn't sleep until that building was finished sir the lord is my witness i did not have to carry my phone once to call any one of those nine people to say ah now we have not seen at the point of the need when people send it will be exactly what I need to finish the next need. I'll give you one for instance. I got to one place and my heart began to turn in the direction of those who were sending. So I was thinking ah when are these guys going to send? And that was about the time when we were going to lay the gallery. And they gave me a bill. The bill was about Four million plus. And I said, Lord, what? Seven months. Work did not stop one day. And I said, Lord, Lord, what would you have me do with this? God said, watch me. And I said, well, Lord, my my trust is in you. Forgive me for even taking my eyes off you and putting it upon me. Somebody is about to get a strange miracle. (laughs) Strange miracle so I left Joss and I went to Lagos for a small birthday celebration of somebody that I had known for a while it wasn't no it wasn't even a birthday it was a thanksgiving God had done something in his life that a year before so he had called only a few of his friends maybe we 20 in the room and I came there and I spake and I blessed him and I said oh bless be God and then we had finished and we left he had honored me with whatever he chose to honor me with and then I mean I was as good. I didn't even expect to be honored at that level because it was a private. And then I was sitting in my room because I had to do that as a favor to somebody and the meeting was on Tuesday and I had other meetings in other parts of Nigeria by Thursday. So I said to myself going back home to Jos will mean that I will go back home on Wednesday and leave home on Thursday to meet my next meeting. Sir. So I said to myself, what's the need? Let me stay in Lagos. So Wednesday night somebody who was in the meeting called and said pastor where are you and i said i'm in my room he said can i come i said yeah it's okay you can come and then he walks to my room and he says you know pastor i went to church and i was going to give this offering and when i removed it to put the offering the lord said to me that i should take the money and bring it to you then he did like this i removed a flat envelope and then he leaves. Then I get to my room. And I open the envelope. I was dollars. Converted. It gave me about 6.5 million. Almost exactly what I needed. To lay that gala. I saw that kind of miracle. Building in 7 months. At least 10, 12, 13 times. Then I found out that what you need the most to unearth the power of God is the voice of God so as surely as it was the Lord who sent me here it is because he knows that you have a particular need that needs to be met I cannot now come here and then the power of God is not available to meet that need so right now I curse every need that has defied every kind of solution in the name of Jesus Except if it's not the Lord that sent me here. If he's the one that sent me here and you have a particular problem now, I terminate it now. Because we cannot come at the voice of God and not see the power of God. So let me ask you a simple question and be sure you have followed me so far. What then should I be looking for to experience the power of God? Should I be looking for the power of God or should I be looking for the voice of God? I thought somebody heard me. I thought somebody heard me. What then should I be looking for to experience the power of God? Should I be looking for the power of God or should I be looking for the voice of God? That means any man who has the ability to hear the voice of God. Will experience the power of God. That's why one of the strongest things Satan wars against. In the life of a believer. Is the diligence to arrive at the place where you can hear his voice. So give me back Ephesians 1.19. And I'll explain something and then we'll begin to pray in the spirit. The Bible says and so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength if you want to reveal power you have to demonstrate it i'll give you a a, a, an example If a billionaire in dollars walks into this service, it is highly possible that what he is wearing in his body will not be as expensive as what I'm wearing. So if you look at both of us, you can be deceived who is richer than who. It's like I stand beside our father in the Lord, apostle. You can look at both of us and say, oh, both of them are wearing native. And both of them are wearing shoes. You can even enter into the error of prizing our native and pricing our shoes in your mind. But you see, the measure of power that is available needs to be demonstrated. So, when we step out of the service and you see the kind of car that packs to carry Apostle and see the kind of car that packs to carry me, then some level of demonstration is beginning to play out. It is by that demonstration that you cannot... Eh, eh, eh. Dress alike does not mean have alike. Hey, whoa! I thought I was talking to believers. Is anybody with me? So I saw one picture, one Nigerian picture. I think it was Nangote and Otedola um, and what's the owner of UBA, um, Tony El- 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 Elumelu. You know, like three, four of them standing there. All of them wearing simple curtains and slippers. If there was any demonstration in any of them, maybe somebody's wristwatch. Because I noticed somebody's wristwatch. It means that, if I want to help you know, now notice, that this always happens to guys, when they are falling in love with girls. Hey. What happens is, the guy knows, if I come simply as I am, the girl is likely going to size me so she, he can start with coming simply as he is when he notices that there's a sizing game now this is for guys who walk in the flesh boys all right when he notices there's a sizing game he goes away some boys will borrow a car uh, why, why are the guys not answering me some boys will borrow a car some boys will get somebody's perfume That is way beyond the class of what they can wear. What are they trying to do? They are trying to demonstrate. So that the girl knows this guy has what it takes to take care of me. Now take that example in the flesh. And go back with me to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19. Because God is about to demonstrate the amount of power that is available in you and for you. Are you following me? Look at that last statement as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. Next verse. Which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Stop. That means when God was resurrecting Christ from the dead, he was demonstrating how much power he wants to make available to you so let's speak about raising christ from the dead how much power is in me the power that raised christ from the dead i tell you two things about that power number one jesus did not faint he was dead number two nobody who was alive expected that he would resurrect so nobody was praying on the outside for Jesus ah. Ah. I said number one Jesus did not faint he was dead he was dead he did not faint he was dead number two peter and john and james had understood what he was trying to say to them maybe they will have met somewhere in a prayer meeting i said father the time has come you promised us that you will raise him from the dead in fact amazingly when he died unbelievers believed more that he would resurrect because the bible said that the romans the Jews said to the Romans, we heard that he said he will rise again. So put a large stone in front of the tomb and seal it with a seal so that his disciples will not come and steal his body and say, so while the unbelieving were expecting that he will resurrect, the believing were not believing on this one. There are many proofs in scripture. For instance, you remember when he was walking through the road in Emmaus and he met two believers, two of his disciples. They were discussing, what they did to Jesus is so bad. These people are just so wicked. This government is very unreasonable. My God, see how much goodness. Do you realize that the Bible says Jesus joined them? And he said to them, ah, guys, what are you talking about? Then they said to him, are you a stranger in Israel? Don't you know the things that just happened in Jerusalem? Jesus, mighty man in word and in deed never have we seen a prophet like him these wicked people took him they killed him the first thing jesus said is oh fools and slow of heart to understand ought not the christ to have suffered these things and died so nobody was in a prayer meeting mary didn't come on that morning to check whether he resurrected she came to perfume the body so that the body of Master will not smell. Somebody says it's available to me. Hey. somebody says it's available to me. So nobody on the outside sent any contribution in power to resurrect Jesus from the dead. Nobody was praying, nobody was expecting nobody was believing so when it was time for jesus to rise from the dead the power that raised him up from the dead came alive from inside him while he was dead Uh, that means as a believer in my weakest state I have enough power to resurrect the dead. and resurrect myself from the dead. Hey. ay 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 ay. ay. I, I think that many of you are just interested in me laying hands on you. And that's a simple part of the work. Hear me? That means when Jesus was dead, inside his dead body, was sufficient power to raise him from the dead. Now, so let me ask you, how much faith does a dead man have? How many confessions can a dead man make? Uh, you're not answering, no. No, can a dead man confess today, I confess, arise from the dead. So, the that is resident in you has the ability to raise you up from the dead but here it is. i'll say this and i'll show you one more thing i figured out that the power that you do not learn to use you will never know you have and I also figured out that you can have so much power available to you and suffer for as long as forever if you don't know what it takes to activate that power. Let's put a scripture beside this one that we just read. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Give us Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 on the board. Ephesians three twenty. How? Now to him who by and in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and to superabundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers desires thoughts hopes or dreams i'll show you again now to him who, by and in consequence of the action of his power that is at work where within us is able to carry out his purpose and to superabundantly, far above and over all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts hopes and dreams let me tell you what that means and i will read one more scripture listen it means that if you sit down in this service and your mind can capture an imagination of something you need the power of god to do what you capture in your imagination is not near the beginning of what the power of God can do for you can I say it one more time if you sit down here now so I will show you Satan's weapon against you if you sit down here and you think what is the highest you can think somebody follow me what is the highest you can think this morning What's the highest if god was supposed to give you money this money how much can you think of some of you don't call it an amount that you can faint calling it all how many of you believe that god is able to give you at least one million today you believe one million one million one million he's able he's able okay how many of you god has ever given you one million before If at the average level of his life, he lives in a face me, I face you. Listen to me because this will change everything. If at the highest level of his life, he lives in a face me, I face you. And he has maybe three shirts and two trousers. And this canvas is the only shoe he has. Listen to me. If you tell Ayo, believe God for something, if Iyo stretches his imagination, the best he can believe for is maybe a hundred thousand. And when he says the hundred thousand, in his mind he's even thinking, "Hey, I might have not gone too far," because at that level, twenty thousand is a miracle to him. But one of my friends said, "Dream is free." he said that if you grew up in a house where there is to eat meat you have right to your dream so at least you should eat chicken in the dream so that when you wake up you too you can know how don't worry i know some of you don't want to eat chicken in your dream you don't want anybody to initiate you it's okay it's fine you can eat chicken so that you you know the taste of it. so dream is free if you live in a face man i face you at least you can go and sit down on top of a mountain They imagine that your house is by the water. Just imagination is free. There is nobody you pay toll gate to. To imagine. Right? So this guy's imagination. Listen to this and listen powerfully. This guy's imagination is constrained by his circumstances. This guy's imagination is constrained. Stand on his other side. On his other side. So face me, I face you. Give me your elbow Face me. i face you life poverty everything now try to make progress every time he tries the limitation of his experience becomes the boundary of his imagination so if he manages to increase his thought it cannot go beyond like this the next time life will just tell him better face reality and because of it this guy has what it takes to raise billions of dollars here and all of his experience this guy has what it takes to raise the dead here but all of his experience listen to me today i deliver you into arriving at free imagination until you say to yourself consistently I can I can I can I can I can the consciousness of what is available to you will not come up before your eyes and once it does not when the service is over Satan seems to lock you up back within your reality as a boy now food man they find to chop so if I find small food now if God put one beef on top you don't try for me there are many people who are not believers who are going to eat a three course meal this afternoon how do you then think that you who is the son of the king all that the king made available to you is what your experience is so you see I found out that Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 didn't say now unto him who will do. The Bible says unto him who is able to do. That means he has the ability to do it. But he can only do it if you permit the power that is at work in you to ask it or imagine it. so if i am a pastor and everything in my imagination tells me well if i can grow a church to 100 people i've tried at least everybody else is struggling with 50 50 50 the real problem is not his ability the real problem is that he has deposited the power inside of you And the limitation of the working of that power is how much you can imagine because if you cannot imagine it, you cannot even begin to pray. If you understand this, many times you will not look outside for help. Now, the power, hear this, you see this demonstration that we did. Let's do it again one more time, David. Boys, you sit down. You see this demonstration that we did. This thing is what the Bible calls stronghold. So he said, the weapons of our warfare, they are not canal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself above and against the knowledge of Christ what is the knowledge of Christ the stronghold holds you like that and you are trying to break free you see your problem is that you are trying stop trying and start praying this is not my limit all my invitations are around Abekuta this is not my limit some of you have not even reached around Abekuta, it's just one area in Abekuta that they invite you to two churches the truth of God's word lives in me the power of God is resident in me I begin in Jerusalem, I go to Judea then Samaria and the word of God says I am going to the uttermost parts of the earth i am bigger than a bekutah because greater is he if you don't free your imagination you can never experience the power of god i started saying to my wife in 2002 one day i will preach the gospel six billion people will stop to listen So the day I reached 100,000 followers on Facebook, it was not an achievement. Are you hearing me? It was not an achievement. It was not. One day I sat sat down our pulpit and I sang a song. Yesu suna my dad G. It's an old house song. Ba my kamarsa ba my finsa ni na Yesu Somebody sent to me. and said, ah, that thing has had 1,500 million views on YouTube. And I said to him, that's not the target. It's not the target. Six billion. Six billion. I tell people, I'm in the preparatory stages of my ministry. Because where we are going to is far. Our foundations need to be dug deep. And if this is foundation imagine me in the day of my glory oh oh, oh, you're not hearing me i said if this this one that you are seeing now if it is foundation imagine the days of my manifestation but you see many of you the first captivity you are under is that you are not free to imagine i want you to jump on your feet and pray in the holy ghost if you are not filled with the holy ghost you can run to the front now we lay hands upon you now so you can pray in the holy ghost don't pray that psychedelic prayer Pray and let your mind loose until you can begin to imagine possibilities. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Hope you were blessed by that inspiring message and we pray it bears fruit in your life. For more transforming messages, do subscribe to our YouTube channel at Victory Life Bible Church or keep yourself updated via our website at www.victorylifebiblechurch.com You could also follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at VLBCINT. God bless you.